Hi everybody, uh, my name is Eugene and uh, I've never really taken the time to explain uh, why I started the Justice Conversations channel uh, and in fact every time I tried to articulate it I sort of it sort of took me into a deeper thought process of asking what is really what are really my motives why am I doing this and why is it important and which to me for my own development is is, is very interesting and useful but obviously it's not very useful in uh, in perhaps inspiring others because I haven't shared those thoughts so I thought Rather than me trying to pre-record something uh, and polish it because it's never going to be perfect, I was just going to go live. So I am live. <laughs> so let's see what happens. I realized in the process of asking the question of what are my motives for starting the Justice Conversations YouTube channel and Facebook page, um, where I ended up with and which is where I am now is I realized that every single person on the planet has a unique perspective on life on on justice on what's right and with the world and what's wrong with the world about where we are the meaning of it all you know the big questions why are we here what are, what is our purpose and what is what is fundamentally wrong with the world and who's to blame and why is it the way it is and trying to make sense of it all so that we can have a life that is meaningful and makes sense and I do believe that you know every single one of those perspectives is really important. One of the things I found in my own life um, growing up is that I felt from a very young age that I had a unique perspective that I wanted to share with people and I wanted to step into a relationship with others where I almost wanted to say in a, in a sort of preachy way, I appreciate that what I'm doing now is a bit of a, a sermon if you will as well, uh, but in a preachy way that I wanted to sort of you know bring my truth into their world and say this is the way you need to see the world and as I've done that and as I've built experience and 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 I I don't know why and I'm so grateful for it but I, I it's led me to a point which is which is where I am now and I continue to push deeper into this of realizing that before I speak I have to listen and Initially, I thought, you know, it, it's just sort of, uh, let me put it this way. I'm a Christian, and, and in Christianity, you have this word evangelism. And what the word evangelism means is you have to go out into the world, and you have to evangelize and convert people to see the world in the way that you see the world. Um, and and we lived abroad for three and a half years, and moving to Wales in the UK, I just instinctively knew that instead of just going there and trying to preach and get people to see the world that I see it, I wanted to go there and listen. I wanted to go there. You know, how can I expect someone else to sincerely listen to what I have to say and sincerely take serious my point of view without me first saying, I want to understand your point of view and I want to sincerely listen to your point of view. And so I went there understanding I have to first lead by listening. I need to first get into the mindset of, you know, society. Okay, I lost connection there, but um, I'm going to try again. But... Um, as I started to to exercise this mechanism of climbing into this perspective of another person, um, 
I began to realize that there lies incredible sincerity and, and struggle and brokenness and pain and suffering and questions um, in every single person that, that I've come across and had the opportunity to have a proper in-depth conversation. And this is what people yearn is, is to be heard, to have someone you and says, yes, those questions you have are good questions. You're not the only person. The stuff that bothers you about the world, you're not the only one. In fact, it bothers all of us. But we just, you know, we have different cultural experiences and different upbringings that gives us a different perspective on it all. After all of this time, where I am now is I don't want to shout and be a loud voice. But I also don't want to be a quiet voice. I don't want to silence my voice because of my insecurities and my fears and my uncertainty. It is because of my uncertainty and my fears um, that my I have to speak up and say, we all share that. We all share brokenness. We all share suffering. And irrespective of where you are in society, you know, in some ways, I am oppressed by an economic system and an, uh, a system of of, of you know, abusing labor, abusing power, uh, the system of capitalism. I mean, you know, caught up into all of these systems, but in ways I'm a victim. I am being oppressed, but in many ways I am an oppressor. And it is the ways in which I am an oppressor that I have to confront truth and realize that I need to change my behavior and I need to help those in my class and in, in, in you know, I associate with to see the world differently and realize the power we have and the oppression we are exercising on others literally pain and suffering and death because of our habits and our, our decisions and our acts and our neglect of those issues. But also understanding that as an oppressor, I am also captive, you know, and as someone being oppressed by someone else, someone who oppresses me is not a monster uh, that, that, you know, they just plotted to, to, to you know, oppress and, and suffer, cause suffering. They actually are also caught in the system. And that to me is what the gospel of Jesus is all about, is this whole system. And how, you know, I'm not going to go into all of that now because it's so much to say and I'm still learning so much. But the message of Jesus is not something that you have to shape to fit to be practical. It's not like there's heaven and and you sometimes have something useful for now. Everything about Jesus is about good news for these things we're struggling with, with pain, with suffering, with questions about power and privilege, uh, questions about oppression and suffering, questions about liberating us from the, the idols that we worship. In other words, money, power, fame. Um, significance, all the fears and insecurity that keep us captive in the ways of thinking, the ways of, the, you know, violence. We live in such a violent world, you know, and, and, and we make ourselves feel like I'm not violent, you know, I'm not a part of that violence. We're all part of the system that creates the violence and we're all quite violent, whether it's physical or verbal, um, in our attitudes, in our mindsets, in our passivity, we are very, very violent. So this channel Yes, there, there'll be content that stirs some controversy and that asks questions. But really, what I've realized is that the question is not mainly a, a justice question. What is right and what is wrong? And if we find out what is right, we can, you know, 
be evangelist for what is right. And if we find what is wrong, we can blame it and we can fight it. No, the solution is a conversation. The solution is relationship. The solution is saying, you can never be my enemy. It doesn't matter what you say or do. I will always see you as my friend. And I will always want to listen to you as sincerely as I know how. And only by doing that, by submitting ourselves to one another in that posture of saying, I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm going to be gracious. I'm going to listen. Only through that do I believe in generations, and it's going to take time, can we make an aggressive progress towards a truly just world. Love you guys. Peace.